Hey there, I'm Dana from Can Learn English, and you're listening to the Can Learn English podcast. This is the number one podcast to help you learn English for Canada. So grab that toque, zip up your parka, and get ready to learn English for the Great White North. This episode features Shauna from the American English podcast. And we're talking about Canadian stereotypes and specifically what Americans, because Shauna is an American, think about Canadians. A stereotype is defined as a widely held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular type of person or thing. And there are several stereotypes about Canadians. So I'm going to talk to Shauna and she's going to tell us her take on Canadian stereotypes. Let's get into the interview. We have a very special guest on the Can Learn English podcast today. We have Shauna. Shauna has a podcast as well called the American English Podcast. So welcome, Shauna. Thank you. Hi, everyone. <laughs> How are you doing today? Very well. And yourself? Very, very good. Yeah. Have you been on vacation at all this summer? This summer, ooh, yes, actually, uh, just last month, I went up uh, to the north of California, uh, to the coast, to a place called Mendocino, which is, oh, it's just an amazing coastal city um, with, you've got views of the ocean on all sides, and also to the Avenue of the Giants, so if anyone's ever uh, come to California before, or wants to come to California in the future, um, you should know that we do have the giant coastal redwood trees that are, you know, taller than 300 feet tall. And uh, they are amazing to visit. You know, it's kind of like Bigfoot territory in California. So we went there for the first time. And that was kind of exciting trip for us. But that was a while back. So I think it's time to plan a new one. Of course, of course. And before we get before we get into it, will you uh, just tell us a little bit about the American English podcast? Yeah, sure. So I started the American English podcast a, a little while back. Um, a friend of Dana and I, his name is Pete, has the Aussie English podcast, and uh, that just teaches everything about Australian English. And so he kind of. Um, talked to us about getting a podcast started. And we've been working somewhat together on, you know, I don't know, kind of putting the websites out there. And, you know, he's been a really great support system. Dana's been a great, you know, support person for me also, um, even though we don't know each other as well as maybe we should. And so that's kind of a great thing about uh, this podcast episode today is to kind of get to know each other. So you'll kind of hear some of these initial questions that maybe you would think we should know at this point in time. Um, but in any case, uh, the American English podcast is a weekly podcast that puts out episodes that have expressions, that have fun, uh, fun facts about the United States, um, about the culture, about the history, and uh, a lot of um, different information about pronunciation and grammar, too. So um, it's something that I love now. I, I get used to putting episodes up every week. And yeah, that's it's good to check out. You can go to AmericanEnglishPodcast.com to access it. Um, or you can also find uh, the American English Podcast on any podcast reader. So, or any on, on any podcast platform, like on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Yeah, any of those. So, 
Great. And a funny thing about us, I guess, is that we were living in the same city at the same time Mm -hmm. and we never, our paths never crossed. So you were living in Sao Paulo in Brazil at the exact same time as I was. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that was the first thing I, I, yeah, I remember when we first talked, it was really funny because we had a lot of similarities. (laughs) Like, wait a second. Um, We lived in Sao Paulo. We're both uh, married to Brazilians, right? Yeah. Yeah, lived, um, I guess, somewhat somewhat in the same-ish area of Sao Paulo, I think. Um, and But we never met while we were there. Never even, I never even, I'd never even heard of the Can Learn English podcast at that point in time. Um, and then also the fact about Switzerland. I mean, the fact that you um, now live in a, well, somewhat, ger- I guess, German-speaking country, a Swiss-German-speaking country. Yeah. Um, I also had spent a lot of time in Berlin. I spent two years living in Berlin and speak German. So we kind of had that German, you know, interest in the German language, interest in the Portuguese language. And so kind of random, like we're always in different places, like that are similar. At, yeah. I guess similar points in time. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what the cool thing is, is because... Yeah, I, it's so unfortunate that we didn't meet when we were in Brazil. And then, yeah, when I found out that you are fluent in German, I was like, okay, that's super inspirational for me because I am now studying German uh, from the very beginning. I've never had a background in German at all. So uh, I often I'm asking Shauna for tips, like, how did you do it? It's such a confusing language for me. And it's one of your favorite, it's your favorite language. So by far my favorite language. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely an inspiration. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, um, very, I'm really excited to be here. So, I mean, I don't know exactly what direction we're going to go in with speaking about Canada. I just have to like, let everybody know that I do not, um, Please don't be offended by anything that I say when speaking, <laughs> speaking about Canadian stereotypes. I definitely wouldn't have spoken to anybody about stereotypes about their country, except probably Canadians. I mean, to a Canadian, just because Canada has very positive, positive stereotypes. So, yeah, well, I think the reason why I wanted to choose stereotypes are that a lot of students think about America and living in America, and they might not know the differences between the U.S. and Canada. So these are some stereotypes that Canadians know that others have about them. So it's usually Americans might think these things about us, and we are in no way offended by any of these. But it's just to clarify some maybe misconceptions about Canada and Mm -hmm. highlight the similarities and the differences between our two countries. Does that work? Yeah, definitely. So we're going to get started with the first one. And this one, I think, has to do with the fact that Canada is perceived as cold. So the first stereotype, so I found these on Mm thetravel.com, and they are 10 Canadian stereotypes that are hilariously inaccurate and 10 that are accurate. So I think how this is going to work, we'll have to see. I think we're going to do the 10 inaccurate ones first, and then we'll be followed by accurate ones. So the first one is we live in igloos. 
So if you don't know what an igloo is, it's a ice house, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think when people think of igloos, they think of Eskimos, right? Right. Which I don't think is technically the proper term anymore for Eskimo. I think they're in, Inuit, right? Inuit, Inuit, Inuit peoples. Yeah, right? that's or what they're. Aboriginal are. Canadians or something of that yeah. sort. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that Canadians live in igloos. Um, that sounds like more of a joke that maybe yeah. make. I, I think just um, you were mentioning before when we talked that can, Canada has this sort of like little brother syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Like what, is, what does that mean exactly? Just so Well, that you know, Canada is a much smaller country population wise than the United States. Like you have 330 million people and we have 35 million people. Mm-hmm. So in your culture, it's huge. You have all these American TV shows, you have Hollywood and Canada. Sometimes I think we kind of feel like we get forgotten about or we get put in the same box as Americans when our culture is different. So, you know, a lot of TV shows like South Park and How I Met Your Mother will kind of poke fun at Canadians Mm -hmm. and we love it. Like, I think we are like, oh my God, this is so funny. They know who we are. So (laughs) we actually enjoy these Canadian jokes. So, okay. yeah, you know we think that's, it's actually, like, that's how I feel. It really is. I mean, like I had a roommate, um, not a roommate. He was my neighbor in college was named Raj and he grew up in Canada. And I mean, it was just Canada came up all the time <laughs> in conversation just because it, whatever he did, it didn't matter what he did. It was just, oh, because he's from Canada, you know, and it's like no yeah. one ever yeah. wanted to, no one was ever really truly making fun of him. It was just kind of like, you know, the Canadian in the group, you know, stood yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Okay, the so. next one, and I don't know if you've ever heard this one. This is we ice skate or ski to work. Is that yes. like a common perception of Canadians that we <laughs> ice skate or ski to work? Yeah, it sounds like um, another thing that we joke about. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's tricky. Like, because I know that a lot of people from California go to Canada to go skiing because they know that, oh, Whistler is like my dad, for example, when I was growing up, I remember him packing his uh, red snowsuit into his suitcase and going off to Whistler to go skiing with his, um, with his brother. And then with my aunt Karen, who's from Canada, who's from Calgary. And so, you know, that's kind of an idea that I know in my family, we talked about skiing in Canada was really good, but skiing to work I don't know. I honestly don't know. I have no input on that. <laughs> See, when I read this, I thought this was kind of funny because I know in Ottawa, there's a the Rideau Canal. It freezes. Mm-hmm. And this, this is a river, like a canal that goes through the city. And mm-hmm. my mom is from Ottawa and she used to actually ice skate to work in <gasps> the winter. Really? Because it was, yeah, because it was faster. So she would take her skates, skate down the canal and get to work. So like this one is kind of true. Okay. Maybe not all that common, but it, it, like not everywhere, but. Right. Probably not in the, I mean, in the big cities. I mean, w- did she live in a big city? Yeah, in like Ottawa. Near- it's the capital city. So oh, in, she, in, did, she lived in Ottawa. Yeah. And she uh-huh. would skate down the Rideau Canal to get to work. So that one is true. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, in Toronto, could you do that? No, I like, well, because the lake doesn't freeze and generally it wouldn't be cold enough I don't think to okay. and maybe or snow no like that would never happen but in, in Ottawa I think maybe if you wanted to you could 
Okay, so Ottawa is colder than Toronto, and then yeah. what about Vancouver is probably I mean, it's- Vancouver's the like warmest, uh, has a warmer winter because it's on the west coast, and they just get a lot of rain and stuff. So you'd have a milder winter. Okay, so it's definitely not unreasonable then. Unreasonable then? For no, definitely not. Conflict. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our next one is that it's cold and wintry all year round. <laughs> cold and wintry all year round. Oh, um, not, I don't know. I, let me think about that. I think that because we do have these extreme winters, people think like, oh, you're from Canada. It's cold, like six <laughs> months of the year or eight months of the year. And like, yeah, I think definitely the six month of the year thing, like the, like I don't think that would be unreasonable for an American to think that six months of the year, it would be cold there. Um, I think actually just maybe because the ice hockey culture, like we, I think that's the, one of the strongest things that we feel in the United States when we think of Canadians, we think, oh, Canadians love hockey, right? Which is a completely different stereotype. But when you think of hockey, you think of ice. And then you go, a lot of times people might make that assumption that there's got to be ice maybe outside to be so you know yeah immersed in you know the hockey culture I guess um of course you can have ice hockey rinks in places that are warm I mean there's one near me but um I just maybe that perception kind of you know overlaps but yeah I'm not I'm not quite so sure (laughs) yeah well they like in this uh article they're clarifying that yeah like you know you could have a long winter, but summer is quite hot and humid and you can get temperatures of like 30 to 40 degrees mm-hmm. uh, Celsius in Canada. So it does get really, really hot mm-hmm. at the same time. So we do get, mm-hmm. we get all of the seasons in Canada, especially mm-hmm. um, near the American border. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I remember um, I went from Montreal or went from New York to Montreal before and I thought I was going to be able to see all of the like northeast of the United States and get to Canada and just have this sort of like beautiful vision of everything um these beautiful views and I remember um this was in April and everything was melting which I think is probably the worst possible time in the year to look at any place because it's pretty in the snow it's pretty when the flowers are blooming but I kind of got that mid, you know, mid spring, I guess, between the, I mean, spring, winter slush. And so, yeah, I, that was a little bit unfortunate. I thought it would have, it would have already melted at that point in time. So it seemed at least in, in Montreal, it was still pretty cold. Like, I guess California, it's spring as early as, you know, mm-hmm. March. So, I yeah, know. I mean, April would still be like it's hit or miss. You could get a very cold April where it still might be snowing. And then you can also have like beautiful ones. So it just depends. I really love this next one because it's a pronunciation thing. And we were talking earlier about how our accents, like when I'm listening to you speak and when you're listening to me speak, like we don't hear that much of a difference. Mm -hmm. But this one is a word that Canadians get teased for all the a time boot. is that we say, yeah, a boot, not about. <laughs> so yeah. do you think it's funny the way that I say about? Not the way you just said it. No, but a, say, say it like a, like a real Canadian. 
Uh, it's it's hard because I have never heard a Canadian say a boot in my life. Are you serious? Um, okay. Yeah, no. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's definitely a stereotype. I think it is. Like, I yeah. think that Canadians generally say more like a boat, like a boat, like ship. So, like, oh. I don't really know about about that. So, like. It depends on where you're from. Like we have some slight variations in regional accents, uh-huh. but like I would never say like, oh, let's go, you know, oot in a boot or let's go, you know, like I don't think that it's that strong. It's not a boot. It's okay. no, it is mind. noticeable though. Like I would say that, you know, it's not necessarily the same as an American about, right? But yeah, I mean, there is a bit of a difference because I, I every time, I listen to a Canadian speak. That's the only thing that makes them stand out as being Canadian for for me, at least. Like, yeah. So, but and we not- were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Uh, the OU combination, out, about, house, mm-hmm. are all kind of Canadians say these a little bit differently, right? Right. And then also uh, one of the things that we kind of all say, which we, I mean, correct me if this is incorrect because this might just be a stereotype, the A at the end. That's nice, eh? Like, yeah. do you, do you, do yeah, oh, yeah. Is that a sign of kind of all the time? Okay. All the time. <laughs> it's that is definitely, oh, yeah. Like, okay. So it's just, A is just like, isn't it? Right. It's nice, yep. isn't it? Okay. So yep. as an American, I would say, isn't it at the end? But yeah, I've, I heard that when I was in Montreal too, but I wasn't sure if you said it, if you're, you know, if it was just, yeah, French speaking. Yeah. And I'm, I kind of like to nerd out a little bit on the Canadian pronunciation. And there's one, and it's called, um, I'll, t- I'll tell you what it's called after, because I don't want to give it away. And I'm not sure if you guys have the same. It's called a merger. And it's, you know, um, the past tense of the word catch. So can you say that? Or Caught. Okay. You and say- then, <laughs> yeah, we say caught. And then okay. what is the little thing that you would have in a hotel room, a little bed that they would bring in if you need an extra bed. Caught, but C-O-T instead of C-A-U-G-H. Yeah. So -hmm. this is called a merger. So it's the caught-caught merger. So like they sound Mm -hmm. the same and that's like an element of Canadian speech. Mm -hmm. And like I I, we'd have to grab a British person or someone who doesn't have that same pronunciation, but they can actually be pronounced differently. Yeah, actually, even in areas of the United States, those two words would have a difference. I mean, it's the same with um, law. Like I say, so it's really tricky. (laughs) Um, But for a hot dog and whole, um, if you go to Long Island, for example, in Long in Long Island, in um, right next to New York, they'll say hot dog, og, og, like instead of. And um, instead of hot dog, like we say in California and a lot of the rest of the United States. Um, and so that sort of oh sound, I know also, I know it's very common also in British English, the cult, I caught cold, like, which I can't yeah. really pronounce very well. And my British accent's not so good, but I know that's a, one of the main differences also between British English and American English is that they really use that sound of the oh, oh, you know, which I, it's really foreign to me in California. So, um, but I don't remember any Canadian um, thing. So there are Canadians that say cool. No, we say caught and caught the same. So that just kind of goes to show like how maybe similar the Californian accent um, 
is uh, maybe to the Canadian accent because we both would say caught and caught yeah. the same way. Okay. All right. Um, the, I've skipped a couple of them because they're kind of silly, but this one we already touched on is that everybody plays hockey. So you know that we love hockey, but do you think that like most Canadians play hockey? Um, well, I would say that, you know, the, that's probably hockey is one of the main things that we think about when we think about Canada. So, um, saying that everybody would play hockey. I mean, I'm not the type of person to make these sorts of stereotypes and really hard to think about Americans the way that they think about this, but I would say I, I, everyone is sort of interested in hockey. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sort of the thing. I mean, and what it's really like where stereotypes are created really is like what you're exposed to. Right. And so I'm thinking about like what we see on TV. It's usually related to hockey when it comes to Canada. Okay. It's like the Stanley cup time. And then we see the Canadian fans going crazy in the stadium. And then, or like, for example, um, you lots of times on house, uh, I think it's called home and garden TV. I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, and they always go to Canada and they, they like to focus on the people that have these sorts of these men that have sellers that are just decked out in Canadian, like, fl- like teams flags with, you know, bars made of hockey sticks. And I, it seems like it's really, um, heavily, I don't know, it gets a lot of airtime on the, yeah, on the I think, so. I think like we're very good at hockey. So we generally like it, like, you know, that's the one gold medal that we're after at the Olympics. Um, there's a lot of Canadian hockey players and since we're a small country, and we can be that good at something. We're very like proud of it. So yeah. I think that. So, so did you ever play hockey? Or did no. you play in the past? No, I played soccer. A lot of Canadians will play soccer um, in the summertime. So since I was little, little, little on the tiny fields up until when I was like 16, I played soccer. I coached soccer. So, okay. yeah. Did you watch a lot of hockey? I mean, was it usually on when you went to family parties or? Yeah, like I mean, we would always watch the Olympic hockey hockey games. Um, my dad's a hockey fan, so yeah, we were generally watching hockey. It's a pretty typical been. Canadian thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it. It's a good sport. I definitely think it's. I mean, it's entertaining to watch. It's not just the the sport itself. I mean, just the interactions between the players. Uh, my team's the Sharks. Um, they don't actually watch them too often but yeah 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 no okay let's move on to the next one uh we have free health care yes yes yeah <laughs> so that would be like a big difference between Canada and the United States is that we have a government run universal health care plan so things like checkups and operations and treatments are all covered even if you don't have insurance from your job so generally, but there are a couple of things that aren't included that I think maybe people assume are. So things like dentistry or medication and then other types of medicine, like a chiropractor or a naturopath or like any massage therapy are usually paid out of pocket, meaning that you have to pay them on your own unless you have insurance. Hmm. And when did that actually um, go into effect? I mean, the universal health care. Oh, like a really 
long time ago. Long time ago. It's something that I want to talk about on a future episode of the podcast. So subscribe now if you want more information because <laughs> I'm going to cover this topic definitely at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that has is kind of ingrained in Canadians that, you know, a part of our tax goes to pay for this program. And even if you're not using it, you are helping those who might need it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of part of our values as Canadians. So very nice. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely common knowledge in the United States <laughs> with all of our healthcare issues that we have. We always go, Oh, Canada. <laughs> oh, wouldn't <Yeah>. that be nice. <laughs> so. Okay. So let's move on to a accurate one. We are overly apologetic. So one of the stereotypes is that Canadians say sorry all the time and that they're very polite and apologize all the time. Do you find that of Canadians that you've met or when you visited Canada? Uh, yeah, I definitely have to say the Canadians I've met, I actually made a list of all the Canadians I met <laughs> before we talked just to kind of, you know, analyze who they, who they are as people and to kind of get some adjectives to describe them. And I would have to say all of them were just um, very overly friendly and overly, not in a bad way, and also overly um, just apologetic and, you know, just the type of person you go, yeah, you're just nice. Like, it seems like they would never blame someone else for something, you know, that they would always take the guilt onto themselves in a way. Yeah, I mean, I think Canadians are just, yeah, we're generally polite people. And I think because of this stereotype, and this is something kind of to reverse the conversation, my stereotypes of Americans is that like, because Canadians, we were always told, oh, Canadians are known for being so polite. You're so polite. Everybody, uh, you know, Americans, when they go backpacking in Europe, they'll wear Canadian t-shirts and so on, <laughs> Canadian flags, so people will be nice to them. So then you kind of get this impression that Can- that Americans are rude and you know, mean people, which is something I guess I kind of thought of Americans before I actually met some Americans. So no, I just like, although I grew up near the border, I didn't really know many Americans until I moved abroad. And then I can say like, Americans are so nice. So yeah, yeah, I think it's just tricky because um, I have heard of that before where Americans will wear flags on their backpack, but it's not necessarily because, um, yeah, not because the Americans themselves are rude, but it's just the way that others interpret Americans. Like if I, I know if I go to another place that has never traveled to the United States before, that has never met Americans before, I know that the stereotypes about the Americans will be negative. 100%. Like, it's just, it's like I've confronted it in a lot of different places that I've traveled to. Um, and it doesn't matter the location, doesn't matter actually the amount of education either. It just seems like if you haven't been here or if you haven't met a lot of Americans, it's just negative. So I think just knowing that, you know, having that Canadian flag on your bag kind of having that represent representation of being from a country with like your great reputation. I definitely think, you know, at times, especially when you have specific presidents <laughs> um, yeah. in charge of your country, it does, you know, let people that maybe might not be so informed about the United States and like that actually we do have nice people, you know, that at least they just don't make that first initial, you know, I impress they don't get that first initial impression or they don't judge you right off the bat. Um, but I, I definitely have heard of that before. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Okay, so let's do two more because we have been chatting about this quite a bit. Um, we'll do one. The Canadian money looks like monopoly money. <laughs> do you think that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, any money that's colorful, <laughs> I think, because we're just so used to having green, uh, you know, our money's b- pretty boring, I think, for a lot of people from a lot of different countries. Um, I think actually most countries now have very colorful money. I mean, we're kind of like the exception to this rule. But, you know, going to Canada and you see everything like, oh, it's this color and that color and, you know, it's all around. It's kind of, it does seem like monopoly money. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And now it's plastic too, right? Have you seen a new Canadian oh, bill? No. Yeah. They're polymer plastic bills. So they look even more like kind of fake, silly money. You know, that uh, was my first impression actually of Canada when I was a kid. I mean, other than my aunt that was from Canada and who kind of told us about it. But I remember my parents used to give me like 20 bucks to go to the book fair um, at my school, at my elementary school. And I got so excited, like, oh, I get to spend my 20 bucks. What am I going to buy? And I remember every single time I went to look at a book, there was like the American amount of the book and then the Canadian amount next to it. And it, they were both, it's a dollars, right? So yeah. in my head, I was like, oh, it's the same money. I didn't understand currencies or exchange rates at the time. And the Canadian price was always higher, <laughs> like 25 Canadian dollars for this book. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I'm never going to Canada. It's Everything is so expensive there, um, which is just funny because, you know, obviously with time, you just realize, okay, they're worth different amounts. Um, exactly. Different currency. And you guys have also the queen. The queen is on your currency, isn't she? Like an, yeah, she is on the coins on the back of the coins, and she's on the twenty dollar bill. On the $20. so okay, that's funny. Yeah, and they've recently like they've redesigned all the bills and stuff recently, so I'm not as familiar with them uh, anymore since I don't live in Canada. But okay. um, yeah, I think they're very beautiful. The new the new bills are quite nice. I, I think there's that's wonderful having differentiation between it because I mean at least like when you're looking through your wallet and you want to pay for something it makes it so much easier to find what you're looking yeah. I mean it makes a lot of sense I mean even with our, our coins our coins like we have a penny a nickel which is five cents a dime which is 10 cents the dime that's 10 cents is smaller than the nickel that is five cents and you know these they don't have the money written it doesn't have the number written on it big so a lot of foreigners come to the united states and go uh like you have to pay and then they pull out like the whole pocket full of change like um exactly take what you want <laughs> yeah okay so that. Yeah. last one mm-hmm. um we drink tim hortons like it's our day job so this basically is meaning like we love to drink tim hortons coffee <laughs> have you ever tried it Yes, I have. I had it when I was in Montreal. I was shocked. It was like, it's like our Starbucks, you know, it's, it was, it seemed like it was on every corner. Um, and yeah, I don't think Americans that are on, at least on the West coast know about Tim Hortons. I actually, um, there was a location that opened up in New York city when I was uh, working there. And so it seemed like it was appearing on the East coast when I was over there, but I don't think it's common knowledge. Um, that Tim Hortons is a thing. Um, but I do actually, I, I found this, this little quote, um, online actually, do you want to, um, can I actually, I'll, maybe I'll read this afterwards. This is so amazing. It's from, um, a conversation from big, uh, from what's the show called how I met your mother. Read it. 
Okay. Go for it. All right. So um, in one episode of How I Met Your Mother, um, the cast made a bunch of Canadian jokes uh, while imagining a Canadian wedding. And the conversation went like this. Um, Canada, are you registered at Tim Hortons? Ted asked. Uh, Canada, what do you ask on the wedding invitation? Will you be having elk or moose? Barney said. <laughs> Canada, what are you going to walk down the aisle wearing? Snowshoes? <laughs> Lily asked. Canada, what is everyone going to have access to universal health care so no one has to choose between going bankrupt and treating a life-threatening illness? Marshall asked. When Bar Robin and Barney um, are planning their wedding, Barney suggested that he would put an end to the Canadian wedding jokes if Robin just said the word in English and then in French. <laughs> <laughs> so I just had to like, uh, yeah, I thought this was really funny because it kind of played on a lot of those different stereotypes that we just talked about. Um, this is definitely, obviously you'll hear in a lot of episodes of How I Met Your Mother, just because there is yeah. that one token Canadian in the group, Robin Shabotsky. <laughs> yeah, I love, I always loved watching it. And I liked when, when, you know, they gave us some Canadian airtime and talked about us and our culture. But uh, yeah, that's our list. And thank you so much for sharing your American view mm -hmm. um, on Canadian stereotypes. So how about you just tell the listeners again, where they can find the American English podcast? Yeah, so the American English podcast can be found at um, www.americanenglishpodcast.com and uh, also on any of your podcast players that you have, maybe iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Yeah, it's the American English podcast. So Great. So, yeah, if anybody is wanting to listen to Shauna's amazing podcast and listen to an American version kind of the of the can learn english podcast because we do follow the same outline and you know we do our podcast in a very similar way then definitely check her out and thank you so much for coming on and talking to us yeah you're welcome thank you <laughs>